Pay Ratties. We love delivering you fresh, hot piping trash directly to your ears every single week, but we need your help. Yeah, with the cost of living crisis, a lack of advertisers wanting to support a podcast serving this much c- and probably future defamation lawsuits on the horizon, we need your financial support. If you're in a position to, please join our Patreon or buy some merch to keep rats in the gutter alive and festering. Yeah, festering. Please. <laughs> We're desperate. Buy some merch! <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, I'm so excited. We've got a very special guest today. Yay! Please open your ears and your hearts and your minds. For the amazing Eli Matthewson. Thank you so much for opening your ears and hearts and minds for me. It's so lovely to be here at the house my ex-boyfriend used to live in, which he just moved into his room, I believe. Yeah, I definitely yeah. did. Yeah. Wow. You've had some experience with that, right? You had like an ex or somebody you were fucking move into your old room and your old flat with their girlfriend. Yes, and they live there now. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <gasps> yeah, in crazy. your old room. Yeah, so when I moved... To, I would like to clarify that we were never in a relationship, but we were having sex. In that room? In that exact room. <laughs> and that then disgusting? cut to seven months later. Auckland's just so tiny. It's it's borderline assistress. No, yeah, not and, borderline. And, and getting a flat is hard. Getting a flat is hard work, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I don't move. I lived in that K-Road apartment that I was in for like nine years. I've been in the one that I'm in right now, like, what, two, three years, give or take? Yeah. The year that I, I sat to you when I was in Wellington. Is that a reason not to move, though? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like your ghost is surely haunting them. Like, rather than that being weird, for, I'm sure that is a little weird for you, but I feel like it's more weird that they are now having sex in the room that you lived in. I know. I fucking hate the crossing of tracks in this goddamn the city. Also, I hate it. The other crazy thing was is that we stopped sleeping together because he started seeing her. And then three <laughs> months later, she moves into my old room. <laughs> and then now he, then he moved into the room too. Wow. Does she look like you? No. Does I'm he sure. just like the room? <laughs> Do you know what? It was never about me. It was always about the room. I love these killer kids. Oh, by the way, I'm Johanna Cosgrove. Oh, I'm Sam Tatani. And you're you're listening listening to Rats in the Gala. You cannot. <laughs> Samuel, I know Samuel that, just revealed who it was. Samuel just revealed who it was. Uh, wow. I know crazy. What was that like? The the vibes between oh, the, yeah, me between and the you person. And, between you and the person. Um, it was honestly the most purest friends with benefits situation I've ever had. That's like, nice. As in, like genuinely friends, genuinely wanted nothing more. Than Is it giving away too much that I have? Kiss that person in a play. Oh, yeah! That, I think it's, it's, it's so far in history that it would be hard that. to work. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back in the day, it yeah. was a lot of white men. <gasps> you just saw. We just saw the poster for that play at Q Theatre. Don't yeah, reveal the title yeah. of the show. I can't wait. I shan't. I shan't. Well, there was a lot of men in the show. There was a lot of men. There's a lot of men you could have bashed in that yeah, show. It's true, it's true. Incredible. Gay, straight, by everything in between. Mm, the real mixture. Do diversity. You? Not racially in that show. It was very white. It was white as white. Yeah. That's my preference, actually. <laughs> that is my preference. It's a driven yeah. snow. I don't know what that says. But you know, I'm not putting myself under a lens about it. Colonization. Sure. <laughs> decolonize, babe. <laughs> what is that? Me, a white woman, is yeah. looking you dead in the eye, being like, "Just time to decolonize." No, the last our last session, and we had you fully, you fully breaking down the treaty, which you did so eloquently. You know, like. Thank you. And yeah. that's called white guilt. That's called white guilt. Can I say what I was... I, the first time I yes. listened to this podcast, and I was a huge fan, first time caller. Oh, thank you. Know, you. Oh, God, we love, love you. Her. But the first one, because I've always thought Sam was like one of the smartest people I've ever met in my entire life. Oh. And then I listened to the first episode of Rats in the Gutter and he was like, what's MMP? Like, it was like... <laughs> yeah. so I was like, what? <laughs> I'm very selective. Very selective. <laughs> Basically, it's almost sociopathic. If something doesn't affect me directly, it doesn't exist. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and obviously, the but that does, does affect me it directly. Affect it really yeah. does. What yeah. are you? Oh, what are you nerdy about? What are your areas of like deep knowledge, deep dark knowledge? So bad. Dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, so charismatic. Why wouldn't you be obsessed with oh, dinosaurs? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I saw, and I actually got a targeted Facebook ad recently of a news article saying people, kids who love dinosaurs are smarter. Than I got that. <laughs> I got that as well. Yeah, but I just watched Jurassic Park the day before, so it mm. felt very invasive. 
I love Jurassic Park. Yeah, me too. I really, really do. Laura Dern's fabulous. Laura Dern. I got to see like a 35 millimeter, like David Farrier put on a little screening before Christmas and it, oh, gorgeous at the Hollywood. It's such a good script and like everything about it is amazing. And then everything they've done with that franchise since then has been trash. Terrible. I actually really like Jurassic World, but it is, it's obviously nowhere near as good as the original Spielberg version. And, I also didn't realise until recently that the film is essentially about like the dinosaurs are like women. Like obviously all the women are females, but then it's like, oh, the dinosaurs are like the vengeful return of the repressed feminine and they're like, oh, keep them in cages. Oh, they're out. Oh, no. Like, That's right. They're always wow. like she, she, she. Yeah, yeah. It was one of my first stand-up jokes was about um, how we should get to see the, the lady dinosaurs trying to fuck each other. It was one, like one of my first stand-up routines when I was like 23. Okay, let's go into that because you also drama school sweetie. Mm, Unitech. Yeah. Oh my gosh, stunning. Stunning. Unitech, I love it. Anytime I'm like, I went to drama school, people are like, oh yeah, Toy Piccati. And I'm like, um, no, actually. <laughs> the, um, the other one? <laughs> no, the also other one. You had an iconic class at Unitech though. I feel like all of you are now famous comedians, which is... I thought you'd gone to your well, and, and we can keep that rumor really going <laughs> all we want. I did not. I did Chris not make did it right. Chris went to Tovacati and he stayed in like a flat with some other. And Brinley. Brinley. That's right. Also, me. Yeah. I did. Tovacati. Yeah. But I love how you got into Tovacati. You were working in the cafe and then like just sort of like knocking at the doors until they finally let you in. Only for one year. You were working at the cafe for a year? Yeah. Just sort of. Did what? you do two auditions and then get in on the second one? I got in on the second time. I. And here's the saddest story you've ever heard here. And I'm ready. Auditioned. Recall. I, and, and I've seen Yes, the, I was recalled first time as well. Yeah, and then okay. I saw the photo of, and like there's like Lana Walters was at that. Like there's a bunch of other people who weren't in that year. That was the year that Chris Parker got in and Leon and Hayley were all there. Um, so do you audition for Troy Ficard if you didn't get in? Didn't get in. Audition the next year. Didn't even get the f- recall. Oh. And then went to, and then ultimately went to Unitech, which actually really was a blessing because in my first year started doing stand-up comedy and then by the time I was leaving that was kind of like that was your buzz that my buzz yeah because that was my question I was like how the the time this is so fascinating to me the timeline of like actor and then slithering to stand-up and mm. you got on that buzz so quick right away right away which I do I feel jealous of yes but also like I'm like get it yeah, but I mean, I mean, part of me is like, I wonder if I ever would have done it if I'd like ever booked a part, you know, <laughs> a single role in any in any uh, acting capacity. No, I would just for every gay role that there was in my first year of Unitech. So and all like, two, all two roles. Yeah, <laughs> there was a big one on Shortland Street, and it was like a God. It was a Christian. The character was like. Um, ex-Christian gay oh like a gay guy who was like married to a woman and then comes out as gay and I was like that's this you is, this is me ex-Christian gay guy. I'm like <laughs> I've lived this I've lived it and like I auditioned Chris auditioned Leon like everyone everyone auditioned at the all same the girls, time all the girls all the girls and then it went to a um, straight British guy who then put on to be honest quite a good New Zealand accent to do the role but it was so weird that he was even doing another accent I thought you were going to say put on a gay voice and yeah. I was like oh do, do tell I wish <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. this was so sibilant yeah. what a list what a list do you wow. know once I had to do an ad for the Auckland Library and afterwards you know how that when you do a voiceover ad there's like all the pro- producers like sit in the room and watch you and it's fucking cooked I know and they give you feedback in real time as though you don't exist or as though you're a little like dee, 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 oh, like oh, robot putting God. and they were like <laughs> I, I read I read the little script which is like no more late fees at the library something really benign like that which I love oh, thanks we, so we love much that. Oh, thanks Auckland oh, Library and then the people were like um I'm in the room and they were like the S's are just so sibilant <laughs> and I was like are you like, what did she what mean by that? Fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I think she thought I was sibilant. Sibilant. What does that even mean? It's a par- like I was going. Um, it's amazing that all the books are. <laughs> I love her shame about the parcel yeah. tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, "Who that snake on the radio?" Advertising yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the books. <laughs> I've genuinely had people be like, "Um, he sounds sad." <laughs> you know, like when I'm in the room and they're kind of like. I don't know if they realise that the mic's on, but they'll be like, he sounds a bit depressed. This this person is, is, is are they gutted? Like, yeah. what's yeah. going on for them? <laughs> There's one ad that I do, I've been doing for years, which is like based on a taste experiment. And every year I have to go in because they redo the experiment and the percentage of people that um, prefer this product to this product changes. So I just have to go in and be like, 62. And then <laughs> <laughs> they put it in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like the amount of people that prefer succeed like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. completely different guy. Like, he sounds really depressed. <laughs> He's so sad, you guys. Mm. Okay, amazing. Was I meant to prepare anything for this? No, no. We, cool. no. we famously don't prepare. The, no. Although we did do a live show last week. We're, did we half prepare for that? I think. Oh, we did. We made some preparations. We had like visual aids. I heard about what you did. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it a bit of a mixed bag. A bit of a, bit of a mixed bag. Okay, those visual aids. I want to ask because you also, um, Eli and Chris Buck have a podcast called The Male Gaze. Woo! Which also had a live show on oh, Sunday. Did, yeah. How did it go? That was a dream. Was it amazing? Yeah, did you guys prepare? Um, no, we decided what we were going to do on the day. Amazing. Great. But we did like we went out into the crowd and got them to write little things on a on pieces of paper and put it in a bowl for us to draw on. Oh, that's fun. I Locations like that. around that's Auckland cool. is like triggers for conversation. Okay. okay. Um, but fam- like, and this is a classic. Decided to do that. Did not organise a bowl, paper, or pens. And then it's only yeah. kind of like you with the bucket hat. Can we use it? <laughs> um, anyone got a pen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the very helpful staff at Q helped us, but like, I, I you, you kind of forget that you you don't just need one. You need like ten pens. Otherwise, like it's one at a time. Hundred people yeah. passing. Around. Who's got my fountain? <laughs> where the fuck's my? Fa- oh, I'm not leaving here without my fountain. <laughs> I'm missing my bit, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 On cue, the, the staff at Q, there was that one guy in particular whose ass was just so massive. I know, we were both sexually attracted to stop the technicians. It. it was amazing. Really? I wonder if we had the same technician. You would have known. You would have known. You would have known. You know. really, the ass was that. He was like, he was definitely <sighs> gay because he was, I feel like he was more magnet towards Samuel and I've never looked hotter so that he's mm. obviously gay. I didn't get that at all. Really? Uh, yeah, I didn't I got that, that full on. Did I, you think he was making towards Johanna? Well, I just always make an assumption that everyone's attracted to Johanna that we meet, so... That's I, actually I, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I just am like, well, I'm top liver. That's so. the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Well, that's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's subterranean. <laughs> and you know what? Accurate. And you know what? <laughs> it's accurate. It's accurate. Um, actually, Sam pull, pulled... He had been listening to one of your most recent episodes yesterday, and then he pulled out... He was like, listen to how mean Sam's being to you <laughs> Yeah. You play me a little ten second clip. Yeah, was it the was it the old mock? Oh stuff? my god! No, just any old episode. Oh, I with regret. It was with regret. It was and about ch- chub rub. Oh yeah, you brought chub rub up. Yeah, though. but you you just body shamed me with it for the rest of the episode. Because <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it existed. I didn't know it was a real product. And now that I know, it's you were still like, funny. You were like incredulous incredulous that I might know a fact. Okay. That was the vibe. You knew a product called chub rub, and yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I thought I just thought the name was funny. You're, you're projecting. You're projecting. Okay, guess what? Oh, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> projecting. Projecting. <laughs> it's nice the vibe you guys have. But, <laughs> but my question is: so you have a podcast with Chris? Uh-huh. Are you friends first or collaborators first? And what's more important? Oh my god! It's quite, oh, sorry, that's probably quite intense. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. Yeah, go on. Dive deep. Well, I would say like uh, the podcast was born. We started in 2016. Trump wasn't even president yet the first time, you know. Okay, like, Eli, you, what I'm getting from this whole situation is you're on the cutting edge at all times. So you're like first, first of the stand-up race out of the actors. You're like first of the pod, which mm. I love. Well, we we uh, we were like knew each other from high school in Christchurch. Friends Amazing, all the way through. I see you from Christchurch as well. Oh, yeah, no, oh, crazy. Yeah, lots of us are from down there. Yeah, disgusting. Well, no, it's a lovely, <laughs> it's a lovely place, actually. <laughs> oh, but it's great. Like, I went to do some shows in Christchurch last week. And literally, I was flying down on the day, and then there was, like, that huge fire. And I was like, God, hasn't the city done? <laughs> like, been yeah. enough? Is, can we just, can we just push, push pause? Oh, yeah. And where were those rat infestations? Oh, that was Dunedin. 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 That was Dunedin. Yeah. But I think there's rats everywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. city girls. That's rats your influence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It was also this. Oh, sorry, just to briefly dwell on the mm-hmm. countdown, Dunedin. That is also the same place where a man um, escaped some kind of mental facility and went in and stabbed the stabbing. people. <gasps> yeah, right. do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Countdown. And apparently he was like stabbing, stabbing this woman, being like witches, witches, like he, oh I know, not God. well. Fucking same countdown, man. first stabbing. Is which, it still a countdown or has it become a Woolworths? Because oh, it's I, a like, Woolies now. It's, it's a, a Woolies. Woolies. Yeah, yeah. I, they must have been like, we should have waited to do the rebrand until after the race. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's a brand new shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. All our history, forget yeah. about it. Um, but um, back to back to male gaze, back to Chris. Oh yeah. So I guess we so we were working for like uh, John and Ben when we um, decided to do it because so hot. They're so hot. I find them both so hot. Really? I love Monterey White guys. Like that is just my I, absolute. Mm. I don't find. I would I kick either of them out of bed? Probably not. But I mm. wouldn't pursue. I think I did. I mean, it's 
horrible to reveal this about a comic, but I did like crush on Jono when I was a teenager when he was first on C4. Yes. Was it when he had long dreadlocks? No, no, Jono was Jono's always been bald. Ah. Oh. Ben's dreadlocks. Ben's dreadlocks. But Johnny used to have his shirt off all the time. And I guess it was at that period of awesome. my life where I was like, oh, that'd be so cool if someone took their shirt off for me. <laughs> I also had terrible, <laughs> terrible back knees, so I couldn't even take my own shirt off. So you're just looking at like, other people's backs being like, look at that full of skin. Beautiful I got really skin. excited. I thought you were going to say that you sucked one of them off. Like I was really, I was so. <laughs> I've never, I was never so shared keen. this before. Yeah, but. yeah. I've never shared this before, but I absolutely sucked his fat cock. <laughs> no, they're very straight. Um, but that, I, I think Chris and I were like, God, they will never let both of us on TV at the same time, essentially, you know. And we were like, oh, let's do something where we can both be gay together. And now we started it. And now I would say, yeah, we're friends first, but but also we barely get to see each other because we're both quite busy. So yes. most of the catching up is the podcast. Is the podcast. Yeah, it's recorded. Yeah. I, I asked you that question because I've been thinking about it because I feel like it's the same for us. Like absolutely mm. friends first. But the pod means that we actually have to see each other every single week, which is really nice. It's an amazing way to capitalize catch up with people. And yeah, to capitalize yeah. your friendships. Yeah, to capitalize your friendships. <laughs> <laughs> to monetize yeah. with, with the huge money that these podcasts all bring in. <laughs> <laughs> the little empire of podcasts I know. that we all We're worse swim than in the bloggers. Money. Worse than bloggers. Less dignified than bloggers. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Who's are they bloggers still? Yeah. Substack is it? Substack. Substack. People yeah, are really yeah. into Substack at the moment. I'm, mm. I accidentally signed up for too many Substacks, and then my I looked, checked my emails one day, and I was like, oh, "I'm out. I got to go." It was like 26 or something. I yeah. Someone showed me like in the early days of Substack, like before I knew anyone had it. This guy who very kindly was like, "You got to get on Substack," and then he took me for like a Zoom workshop that was so in depth, and I didn't take a single piece of information, in, and I did not Wait. sign up for Substack. Uh, and just, did someone do the unsolicited? Was like, "I'm going to give you a Zoom workshop to get on Substack." Yeah. Oh, no. And then, and then, well, yeah, and I did it. I think maybe it was during COVID or something that I was like, "Yeah, yeah. we all made choices time. in COVID that we wouldn't have otherwise made." Yeah, you know? like so that's fine. That's all good. Mm. Yeah. Do. You, you you guys don't substack, do you? No, I don't write. No, I don't no. write substack. No, but no, I'm actually published, so <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, I just write, that's true. I, I just write for myself, and then eventually the sort of I go through, and I'm like, what needs to never see the light of day again, and what mm. can I sort of pedal out? And it's funny, it's often most of it, not you specifically, but you know, that's kind of the process. Because yeah. you you're an amazing writer as well. Thank can you we so talk, much. Can we talk, <laughs> Can we talk about the ghost writing? Yeah, we can. Eli? We can't talk about the new one. Like, no. I don't think I can say the new one, but I have done a previous one, which we can talk about. Is it yeah. fiction? Are you ghost writing fiction? No, no, no. biographies. Oh, that's right. Memoir, okay. yeah. And memoirs of a gay shark. So, Ketamine, the drag queen, yeah. if you open her book, it says, by Ketamine with Eli Matthewson. Ah, lovely. Yeah. That's iconic. And that one went so well. Basically, like, that was during COVID as well, so it was kind of the perfect job to have, because we just I just interviewed her on Zoom. Wrote it all out, sent it, was expecting it to go back and forth, and then they were like, sweet. And then, <laughs> I, and then I think they just published my first draft. That's dream. That's yeah. that fucking is dream. amazing. Yeah, it was good. Well, I suppose they wanted to capitalize on, like, you know, her hotness after the win, right? The like, drag so race. Like, go, 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 you know? Yeah. So that totally makes sense. That totally tracks. Whenever mm. I think ghostwriting, I always think Charlize Theron in that movie, Young Adult, where she's like, you know, she's like writing her sort of fantasy high school life yeah. as a 36 year old, and it's her like, She's utterly infantilized and she's in a, in a rut. Like a, she's got full arrested development and just lives in her high school experience in her head because that's what she goes through. She's, she's like YA novels. She's so good in that. She's fantastic in that. I always think about her and Tully, which I watched love recently. Tully. I, I love Tully. Same writer, same director. Oh, it's just marvelous. Yeah, it's so good. Me I too. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is, I, d- I don't want to spoil the movie, but you can. I will. <laughs> um, so there's a character in that who turns out to be like a guy, an imagined, imagined person yes. that you've been hanging out that with the whole hot time. Lizzie Mackenzie yes. Davis. Oh, oh, she is hot. hot. Oh my God. Um, and I normally hate that stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah, if you've oh, seen- and it's Fight Club. Oh, yeah, well, have you seen fucking All of, Us Astra- All of Us Strangers? Have you seen that? No. No. Okay. But I, I know but from the shorts and the premise that that is the vibe it. that it goes. The vibe is Samuel that, spoils yeah. every film. He well, tells me the end. If you haven't, <laughs> the internet's real. If you haven't seen something yet, it's on you. You, you need to see it day one or yeah. don't listen or to a single fucked. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, yeah, the premise of that is that his parents are dead, but like so much of the film was him hanging out with his parents and just. I'm like, I need some real events for this to be tangible. I can't just see him talk to ghosts for like an hour and a half. No, yeah. fuck up. Yeah. Also, movies I've got my own psychosis to contend with. You know, oh, I need two hours of... Actually, true. I'll take two hours of Andrew Scott doing anything. I love Andrew Scott. So yeah, he's I mean. hot. 
He's so hot. He's hot. This is the film with him and Paul Mescal, eh? Oh, yeah, Paul Mescal. I got a little tangle when you said Everyone's his name. jizzing in their jeans. Yeah. Well, Paul Mescal um, does lick come off Andrew Scott's chest. Oh, so so that is awesome. pretty it's good. It's worth it. It's yeah, worth yeah. the ticket price. Yeah. yeah. Sam, are you going to do the um, audiobook for your book? Um, is there an audiobook? I hadn't. I've, <gasps> I've been asked you that should. a little bit. I haven't. I just don't have the time to sort of. Get on top of that as a project. I'll do it. You know what I mean? I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I guess I'd have to I'm available. Dead bird, maybe? I don't know. I'm sure they'd be keen for that. I'm going to yeah. say maybe. No. Nice. Yeah, it's a hard maybe. They almost got me to do the audiobook for Ketamine's book, and then oh. ultimately she, she did it because that makes I feel way like she should sense. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did you get into ghostwriting, and what are your thoughts, feelings, and qualms about it? Well, here's why I get really rats because someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone at Harper Collins <laughs> listened to our podcast no. and was like, oh. oh, Eli, you talk about books. Would you ever write a book? Do you know what? Actually, something really similar has happened yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know about it. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually. Actually, you're actually, not alone in that yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's yeah, amazing. That, that's what can happen that's after just cool. years of unpaid uh, work. <laughs> years of complete toil with yeah. no reward. Yeah. I totally feel that. Like, you know, in the last couple of years, like things that are just sort of, sort of been nugging away at for more than a decade have just sort of. You know, suddenly they gained ground and, mm. and have weight and stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's amazing. Like, you really, it does just take like ten years to seed anything, like roughly, give or take. Totally, yeah. I find it as a comedian, like I'm just like as a comedian now. I mean, I've been, I've been blessed for, for like I've been blessed with work, but now people are genuinely like seeking me out and being like like random people are like booking me for gigs on Instagram. It's and fantastic. I'm like, oh, it's lovely. Yeah, How did it's you did you feel awesome. like that jumped after CTI? Yes, yes, I do. I but loved also, you on Celebrity Treasure Island so oh, much. Fuck, I really. Um, I was obsessed. Was it in my emotions? I eh? incredible. Yeah, I bared my soul I, in the worst way. Like I never get angry except for one time, which is on camera. <laughs> like I've never been that angry any other time in my life. What? What bit was it? When I tried to use the mercy card on my <laughs> friend Jordan, who I didn't realize was the villain of I the show. The mercy the card. What? So they had this. I regret asking. Actually. No, Eli. And Eli All right, go on, go on. So, okay, every every day, two people go up for elimination, yeah, yeah. and then one of them gets eliminated. But there's a mercy card which you can get as a reward for one of the challenges, and then you can stop. Like when someone's about to be sent home, you can say, "I'm going to use the mercy card." Like an immunity thing. Like, yes. so, like the immunity thing in Survivor. Kind of, but you can, you can you use it for someone else. You, you can't can use stop. It for yourself. Oh. So you can be like, if they're going to put up. Someone that you're in an alliance with, for example, yeah, you can yeah. use the mercy card and be like, "No, nope, you're not putting my girl up." Etc. Anyway, Eli <laughs> tried to use it to stop them putting up this guy Jordan, who had been painted as the villain of the show, and was mm. ostensibly you watch it and you're like, "That's a cult leader," and I'm running for the hills. <laughs> but Eli was he hot? Was he hot? Yes, very he was, hot. He was beautiful. And also, yeah, yeah. Eli had drunk the Kool Aid so hard. <laughs> it's so weird. Which is I amazing felt like to I, was I didn't watch, for quite a bit of but the show. I heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of told like. Sam and a few people in my family I was like I kind of joined a cult in the show I think and yeah. they were like oh okay and then when it happened even the people that I told were like but what was going on or did you on? post something about that like oh like classic gay dude like bending over backwards for the hot straight dude that's yeah, yeah. that yeah. is an yeah. Eli Matheson joke yeah, yeah. Straight man's nice to me once. Yeah, <laughs> I'll die. For yeah, I'll die. Relatable, very, very. He is relatable. like a nice person off the show, but it was like driven mad by the show, and I was like, <laughs> it just. Right in there with him. Yeah, right <laughs> loving it. To be fair, I would love to be on CGI, but I also feel like I would be fucking crazy. Yeah, but they, it's good to be crazy. That's what the, it's reality television. You know what? what they want? They don't care about your psychosis, your fallout. You know. I they, mean, I've watched Married at First Sight. I've seen things. <laughs> I've seen things on things. I have unfortunately watched Married at First Sight. I watched it passively with the person that I was living with last year in Wellington, who really enjoyed it. And actually, at a moment, a low moment, I did cry. I can't remember. Wow, I, what did you cry over? I can't remember. It was, oh, I felt someone had been unfairly treated and I was, but mm. I had no idea that I was invested, that I was invested. Was it but with, the hot sociopath. Yeah, yeah, with Bronte. And was he, so it, hot. And I, he I was so was hot. so fucking hot. My God. But a psycho. And he had the, call the cops. Yeah, he had the like wobbly dead eyes. Yeah, he was like, yeah. It really makes me realise how big Australia is and that they've got like this, um, Continuing resource of deluded psychos, psychos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are going on the They're all of Brisbane. All of Brisbane. Who are also really hot. Crazy hot. Yeah. Crazy hot. 
Yeah. And they all work, work, work. But we've got a we've got a Kiwi married at first sight, which I kind of am very looking forward to. I think they filmed it at the end of last year. Yeah. Although Is every- it the hot vi- Viking looking guy? I don't know. The hot Viking looking guy. Who's what that? Do you mean? The hot Viking guy. Oh no, we saw some we saw a couple of people over the weekend who were filming the New Zealand one and <gasps> now I'm probably Saying things that I shouldn't. Uh, oh, just leave it at that. Just leave yeah, it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Spoiler: There's yeah. a hot Viking guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but every year that they've done New Zealand Married at First Sight, the gay couple has always been completely toxic. Oh my god, yes. The first <laughs> and that's representation. Toxic. The first gay couple. Do you remember? One of the guys was genuinely so nice, and then they had this fucking tall cunt who was like, "Eh, yuck, he's not hot." Yeah, basically everyone. They've got like a really nice person, and then yeah, someone comes in and like bullies them. And then and then also and then there's like a fallout of like people get bullied on the bully on the show then becomes bullied in the media and I feel like every time that person's oh. also had to be like hey and now again maybe someone listening to this will be like stop <laughs> yes please stop one of our three <laughs> listeners is gonna be like yeah uh, you know I think I have been specifically called out by one of the gay people that was on Merit First Sight for talking shit oh my god really you mm, have yeah. I, I really doubt hey. I really doubt they're listening to this pod. Also, if you don't want people talking shit about you, maybe don't go on a reality TV show. Well, this is the thing. Like, this this is a, this is the conundrum in my head. Especially one that exclusively casts like hot delusionals. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you dumb fuck. I remember I saw you at the basement just after CTI had started airing. At, maybe it was at Wife Guys. That, that, oh yes, Wife yeah, Guys. yeah, yeah. What's Wife Guys? What is that? It's a <coughs> Abby House runs it. It's a lineup night where we all it's all female and we all pretend to be toxic male comedians. Oh, There's okay. going to be another one. I can't wait. Um, and I was like, "What's the?" I was like, "How are you?" And you were like, "Good." And then I asked you about the messages that you'd received, and then you were like, "People are messaging me with like in-depth, like harsh critique of my stand-up." <laughs> Oh. They weren't. They were like they, yeah. they'd kind of gone beyond like fuck you, stupid, whatever the fuck, and they were like, I've got a few. No- I've seen your clips and I've got some notes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, literally get feedback. Get life. Oh, my no. God, fucking hell. There was one woman who was like on every Instagram post, about Celebrity Treasure Island, whether I was included or not, was saying, "I hope Eli goes home soon." <laughs> it just holes, <laughs> and I was on it for quite a while. So I was yeah. like every single post. <laughs> And then sometimes I would reply to her and she was like, are you replying to all the posts about you? And I was like, no, because they're all you. <laughs> they're all from you. Oh, Who is she? Who is she? Uh, I think her name was Vicky. And she, one of those Instagram accounts that when you click through, she's got two photos posted in the both of animals. Um, yeah, well, suck a fucking dick, Vicky. Yes. You're not welcome yeah. here. Suck a Vicky dick. Suck a Vicky dick? Suck Actually, Vicky she's dick. clearly got time in her hands. I doubt she's sucked a dick in quite some time. I know. I've said this before and i said this again. If you've got time in your hands to be a troll on the internet, <laughs> jump out the window. Yeah, Who completely. Cares? Get a life. Yeah. Yeah. And log, log off. Do you know who really needs to get in the sea? Is the, like... <laughs> please, the sea. please. Well, like, men who go... When there's a female-led movie, go on the uh, internet yeah. and, re- like, and bomb it with negative reviews so that it has a bad score on IMDb. That is, like... What? <laughs> I will say... <laughs> How much I, of your day? Ghostbusters you was trash, but Mad Max is amazing. And Mad Max yeah, got, like, Max terrible pushback about, like, Furiosa. But I'm like... Did you see the film? You know what I mean? Like, it was incredible. Get a life. It was amazing. Yeah, get, get a fucking, a fucking life. life. Yeah. But these, but you're talking about these cunts that won't give a fuck about the content of the movie. They'll just see that it's led by a woman and they'll be like, I'm going to take this bitch down. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of it. Ghostbusters is the original one. There was yeah, a few yeah. reasons. Well, like Captain Marvel or whatever. They were like, oh, you're taking, you know, these franchises we love and putting a woman in them. Oh, no. no. I mean, I have full Marvel fatigue. Marvel fatigue. Oh, it's like, done. And it's those Marvel done. films are terrible now. Like, they're Marvel's just out. Marvel's yeah. out. The only multiverse that I'm interested in is Sarah J. Maas Fairy Books, and oh, I don't want to know. I started. Welcome. So I've read. Welcome to the yeah, welcome, I'm welcome like to the club. Twenty five percent into Akita. Okay, incredible. Yeah. Thoughts. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I would fuck <laughs> one of these mask wearing fairy people. Hundred yeah. percent. Book one, I think, is probably I found the worst. Is it Beauty and the Beast? The vibe I'm getting from the book is yes. like, this is just Beauty and the Beast. Book one is Beauty and the Beast, but then it goes so far beyond that, and then it turns mm. like violent, political, and the sex scenes get way better, and et cetera. Right. Do you guys like Batman? I do really like Loves. Batman Reeves' Batman film that came out recently. I thought it was great. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I had like low expectations, because I obviously love the Christopher Nolan ones, but mm. now nah, that three-hour Matt Reeves one, it's fucking litties. I need to watch it again. Yeah. I was obsessed with Batman Returns. Like, when we were talking about expert subjects Batman before. Returns is my favourite Tim Burton film. Yeah, it's I love it. It's just fucking amazing. I love Michelle Pfeiffer it. Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. 
It's the best film performance. It's everything. Oh. Yeah. It's everything. Her yeah. dying and coming back to life with the, the cat's that, biting her fingers no, traumatised oh. me as a that child. That sequence and then her like, like sewing her own suit. Yeah. I love that. I remember like, honey, I'm home. Oh, I forgot I'm not married. And then she's like, so thin. <laughs> and she looks like a corpse. And I think she did break a rib at one point during filming because she was so skinny. Well, she had to be vacuum sealed into the costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so want to be vacuum packed. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, that also there's that scene where she whips the, she whips the heads off the mannequins yeah. and the thing. And she did, she did how did, to do it. She learned how to do it and she did it in two takes. Oh Isn't that God. fucking oh. insane? That is acting. That's insane. That's Twifakati. And also you need tech. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh God. I don't even know where because Unitech the building's just been like knocked. I don't even know where they go. I don't even know if it's still What are they doing? happening. Where is Unitech? Who so knows? It was, <laughs> Who knows? It wasn't this old uh, mental institute, the Carrington, old Carrington Hospital. Oh. So it was like a film school, a dance school, an architecture school, an acting school, all in there. But they're knocking all those buildings down to build apartments. Okay. And Classic. I don't know where the actors go now. Spookers used to be an institution, didn't it? Like a mental institution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my mum used to work there as a nurse and she definitely <gasps> administered shock therapies, which she remembers. Uh, obviously she didn't enjoy it didn't But it was just that something you, That she had to do I didn't know your mum Used to work at Spookers Yeah well, well not as a You know as a clown But as a <laughs> As a nurse You know like <laughs> Someone yeah. from Spookers Is listening right now yeah. We are not clowns <laughs> We are experienced providers yeah. you're, you're goth clowns You are goth clowns Goth clowns Have you been to Spookers? No I think Would you go? I I think I can't handle people sort of acting in my face. You know when you go to you're a like, place... You're like, if there's one thing I fucking hate, it's roving performers. Yeah, it is. I can't stand it. I actually can't stand, you know, a theatrical experience where you walk through. You're like, sleep no more, wake up. We had one every year yeah. at the Kiwi Heritage Museum out in Whangarei. It was like a, a horror tour and North New Theatre would be the monsters and I was a zombie like two years in a row. Oh, it's really good. I've done so much roving performance. It's always, it's always when you're like, oh yeah, I just really need the money. I'll just do it. Yeah. And then literally two hours into your nine hour shift, <laughs> you're like, I want to fucking KMS. Yeah, I, used to, I did this job at Motet where I was like, it was about the super, it was around the top of the super city, I guess. So we were like different <laughs> characters campaigning to be the mayor of Motet. And then the kids had to vote. And so we played two characters each. And I would just feel so sad. I'd be like, hey kids, I want to be the mayor. And then I would go into the, this corner of Motet that like no one would ever go where there was this Jean Batten documentary about her being depressed basically and I would just sit and it was had lovely air conditioning and I would just sit in my full costume and watch the Jean Batten What, you dressed up like a fat controller and Thomas the Tank Engine just like Pretty much <laughs> I know, I heard the story Julia Croft told me about her and Virginia Frankovich being Christmas elves and just squatting like smoking a little rolled up Port Royal cigarette between oh two parked cars and I'm like oh. that is... That's it. That's the vibe. Yeah, I remember me and Tom hearing dressed as Christmas trees as people walked into the zoo just singing Snoopy's Christmas no. over and over again. That's psychosis. Ended yeah. all that psychosis. Yes. And I guess I, the reason I don't like performers so close to me is I am, know how I felt. But the Spookers right. kids do seem to love it. They're, they're, a com- they're actually a community. Mm, yeah, they are. There's that documentary. <laughs> yeah, they really, they're like a I, family. I actually love that documentary. Who made that? Flori- was Florence. Was it Florian Habicht? Florian Habicht. Yeah. Florian Habicht. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've actually seen it. Wait, what's that story about him and the drag queen that you told? <laughs> it's one of my favourite stories. Please tell Eli. Florian, Florian Habicht seen Christine, that that uh, drag musician. And she does, she does like ratchet drag. So her whole vibe is like she's a homeless gal cracked out in the streets of LA. And she did a performance at um, Golden Dawn and Florent Havoc's there. And she like pulls this butt plug outside, out of herself and it's attached to a helium balloon. And it floats across the room. And Florent Havoc, who's like a massive, massive germphobe, the dildo's just like... <laughs> on the side of his face! Oh. <laughs> Also, Florian Habit, and oh. love, I really love your work. And I'm available. <laughs> and I will not be sending any dildos on yeah, any yeah, yeah, I won't be releasing releasing the dildos into the air. <laughs> she oh, would have douched. She absolutely would have douched. You know what I mean? Would she? Yeah. <laughs> Unless she's going full method, you know. I don't know if Craig gets can it, how clean does a douche really like? Yeah, how cl- that's this is also my question. How mm. clean can a douche really? You know, yeah. What can you? 
Well, if you've got I a technical shower head, high pressure shower head, then you know you can get pretty clean. You're taking layers of skin off there. Layers yeah, and layers true, of true, skin, true. You know, I saw someone. At, so at the, I was on, on a gay cruise last week. Performing. Okay, oh, right. yeah. how'd Thank, that go? I've been Crazy. waiting. Thank yeah. you. So I want to know fun. everything. Well, we only really went to like one party properly where we kind of stayed out until like four in the morning. But that party was like a neon themed party, and I was like, oh, wonderful, we'll see some stuff. And it was like, no, right next to me, someone was sucking someone off. And then I saw, yeah, I saw someone like on the spit, and then basically doing like ass to mouth and then I was like wow awesome yeah awesome <laughs> so incredible awesome. yeah fantastic okay, ass to mouth is an absolute given though when you're in that kind of situation I mean especially when you're getting spitties I could never do ass to mouth I don't think well, in the heat of the moment you know you've got there are a little there are a few choices to be made and whether or not to ask to mouth is not is not actually an active choice Wait. in the moment you're just, you're, true, just true, true, true. It. you're taking it as a straight woman, can we just clarify something? Ask mm. mouth that you're just eating ass. No, no a dick is, a dick's gone into your ass and then it's going into your mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, so you're you going. Have, do, 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 if you're the past around bottom and you're on a rotation, then that's just inevitably going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, cool. I guess it's like, I don't know how I would ever feel clean enough for that situation to happen, but I admire anyone who does and I support anyone who does and I empower anyone who does. But Incredible. when I saw it for real happen on the floor, I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Are you guys from Europe? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so French. You guys, it's like Bergheim in the air. Or like running around sort of anxiously like, should I put a tap holland down for you guys? Like, <laughs> we do go good? see like Guess a... Guess some hydrolite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do go see like the next day, because it, so it was a Virgin Atlantic boat so that the gay cruise company had hired. So it did oh. have some of the shows on there were just the shows that are on that cruise, like no matter who's on the boat. So oh then God, the amazing. next day on this in the same room where we'd seen the <laughs> ass to mouth, we were just watching this like... The kind of cabaret show yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dang 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 no, with the no it's like <laughs> there's like some bitch on the silks fucking flying around above it is crazy to me how like cruise ships always have the same like the same vibe of shows there's like mm-hmm. there's, there's a static comedian there's a drag queen or equivalent showgirl vibe yeah then there's like some sort of like circus cabaret silks extravaganza Cirque du Soleil is that a thing? I've never been on a cruise but this is the vibe no neither but I always like I'm the t- the like the timeline of like club comedian to cruise ship comedian <sighs> yeah, yeah. can be a slippery slope and I'm very fascinated by it. But also the, the money's amazing. The money was pretty good and because it was a US company it paid in US dollars. Oh, course, yeah, like, baby. Ding ding yeah. ding goes the trolley. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this had two so the Virgin Atlantic boat had two like 15 person cast shows on it and those people just live on the boat for the whole year oh, and here's, murder. Okay, I know, murder, I know murder, some murder. people that have done that and got severe eating disorders sorry to interrupt <laughs> the restaurants were really delicious by the way yes. uh, we went to this like molecular kitchen t- test kitchen and we were sitting next to these two like daddies like guys in these, their 50s who were being yeah. very polluted but they were like it's like hot? a fancy. They, they were hot. Yeah, yeah. But it was like <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was like, just for the visuals. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Take me there. But it's like a fancy restaurant. So most people are like wearing. I don't know because I guess you, you. Even though you're on a boat, you're still going out. But they were just wearing like they had their jock straps on and they just put robes over. Fuck. So yeah. Fuck. Degustation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's what's sad is that the so the cast who like lived on the boat who are of course all the men in these shows are gay they were not allowed because the virgin atlantic policy is that you can't have sex with anyone on any passenger ever and you also yeah they weren't allowed to attend any of the parties so all the atlantic the atlantis cruise employees they were allowed to go to the parties and do whatever they wanted but yeah we hung out with some of the performers and one of them like the security guard for the boat must have seen him on a camera or something and came because he didn't have his name badge on and they would have name badges on a hundred percent of the time that they're not doing their show that is fucking I, I hate that it's dystopian and draconian Ooh. and horrific that's awful I think that's why the, the I like performing on a cruise ship fascinates me and terrifies me because mm. you, you're, you're literally like a little rat in a cage that you don't use the facilities and you get sort of like doled out every night like put on a show mm-hmm. and then back in the box they do have a secret artist bar though Okay, that sounds fucking slay. Was it yeah. fun? Did you go in there? No, we weren't allowed to go. Well, I, I, well, weren't you an artist? Weren't you performing? But I was employed by the the gay, oh, the gay visitors, so not, you, the, not the ship. So you could go to the parties and uh, we would, suck dick as you please. I could, I could ask them out as much as I <laughs> bloody wanted. I can't um, believe it. So they set up like a full class system. For, the, for each cruise well, Yeah but I guess the you've, seen, you've seen the Titanic I, Well that's what I was thinking <laughs> yeah. It's very you know? much like that Yeah But I guess If you're imagining like 
some of the creepy straight male comedians that we know who get employed on the ships, then of course it's great that they've got a rule that those people can't sleep with um, passengers. Like that that exists for a reason. But there's like three people coming to mind swilling red wine, just like. (laughs) 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 But then on on a gay cruise, with these fucking twenty-two-year-old gay actors who are like doing their first job out of drama school, I'm like, look at them, fuck people. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's a different power dynamic, to be honest. Yeah, really different. But I guess. It would be a weird thing to write in co- the contract. You know, yeah. sleeping with any passengers, unless unless, unless you're gay, they're gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless you pass the twink test, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and you've got to carry like a little twink card around with you, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a bonafide twink. Yeah. yeah, twink badge on yeah, all the time. Twink, twink approved. Twink approved. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! So, how long were you on the cruise for? Five days. Okay. And it was meant to stop. On land twice. The first time was in Bernie in Tasmania, which is like crazy. <laughs> I really want to go to Tasmania. I want to. Apparently, the gallery is Hobart. amazing. Yeah, yeah, the concert's still are in Hobart because it's that guy started up Dark Mofo, which I obviously really want to go. I would love to go to Dark Mofo yeah, as me well. Too. I think a lot of people on the ship who had come from like America or whatever thought that we were going to Hobart and that they could go to the gallery, and then it slowly spread around the cruise that we were going to Bernie, and that was on the other side of Tasmania. <laughs> oh, There's nothing yeah. to do there. And there was meant to stop in Newcastle, but there was a storm, so we actually went further out to sea. So we just spent a little bit too long just in, like avoiding the storm yeah just yeah. two full days of just the boat you can't get off which oh. i was ruined by the end of yeah, yeah are that's you scary. are you boat are you sea or are you land like are you okay on the boat or are, are you, you a like, boat person yeah you, <laughs> like, do I, guess, person? I don't get seasick yeah, that's good but you know what's weird is that when we go off the boat um the gr- it feels like the ground's still moving we were walking around Sydney and it felt like, whoa, oh. for like half the day. Crazy. Then we just see Made of in the cinemas. To Loved it. Down. I saw that so yesterday. Good, eh? yeah, yeah. It was great. You were texting so our, little, our little group chat from the cinema. From yeah, the- I was like, who the fuck's that? Fuck off. And then I was like, oh, no, it's Edmund. So I was like, you know, one-handed. But no, I thought it was, very, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> it's I loved a it. real read on actors. Like, it's, it feels yeah, like yeah. one big joke about actors. Yes. That's what you were saying to me this morning. I also loved, I saw, immediately afterwards, I saw Zone of Interest last <gasps> night. Oh, Which is fucking awesome but it made me feel so sick obviously that's the whole point like, mm. it's horrifying yeah but I, highly recommended i do want to see that i want to see it yeah. too it looks beautiful it is really beautifully shot but then the, obviously you know the setup is that it's all set in um like it's like the people who are running auschwitz and yeah. it's a little gated community or gated family house in the middle of auschwitz and it's all beautiful and they've got a pool and a, and a bespoke veggie garden blah 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 i've and seen like, i've been there i've seen that house that, and they yes. shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, and it's, they all shot on location. Really they shot it's on location. Really yeah, it's a true story. It's based loosely based on Martin Amos' novel of the same name. Mm. Um, but he changed the names and and Jonathan Glazer just sort of folds like the actual historical personalities back into it. Um, and they have actual like modern contemporary footage oh, actually no I'm not going to say that because it's a massive spoiler yeah 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 don't but anyway it, it's so beautifully shot and then it punishes you for for taking pleasure in, 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 in the, the beauty aesthetically. wow so there's this dissonant thing around all the the aesthetic labour in the film it's mm-hmm. there to make you feel terrible and it's fucking awesome it's that, so great that is your jam to a T yeah completely absolutely actually that's were you were you talking about like Brett Easton Ellis on who I love who you love and then I was looking through my I posted this thing a few months ago to be like book recommendations and you recommend, shards. Your shards, shards which I they loved it mm. which I loved I it just bumped up which is also Brett Easton Ellis mm. I was thinking about that it, it's a really beefy book but I read it really fast yeah I think because I mean it's really horny his stuff, that's why I love him so much because his stuff is so horny and yeah. I remember like reading less than zero and I was like. Oh, an intermediate and it was like the first thing that I'd ever, I'd ever encountered that had like you know hardcore gay sex in it mm-hmm. obviously they group rape an 11 year old girl as well which is not all good it's okay. terrible okay um, it's all it's all pretty awful but yeah, yeah it's, 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 how do you feel about the fact that like okay in shards you're like reading about this guy who's like what is it 16 in the book or something yeah yeah and 17 he's 17 17 yeah. okay yeah and he's having these intense sexual experiences but then you're like I'm like this is horny but I guess I'm imagining myself as 17 yes I mm. think we, but then people feel uncomfortable about that because because yeah. it, well, it is teenagers having sex, but uh, it's a kind of a, like a weird fantasy. And he he's writing it as fifty years old, looking back at himself. I yeah, guess. Uh, I don't know. I think there were people. This is this reminds me of a conversation I had with someone after watching Poor Things. Have you seen it? Mm, the about, baby brain. The baby yeah, brain. when when she yeah. when sorry, this is a spoiler. So pause this bit if you haven't seen it yet. Where she has baby brain, but she's having sex and like fucking herself with various vegetables yeah um and they're like 
I didn't think that was all good. And I'm like, what? But the thing what is... What do they mean by that all what, good? They think that it shouldn't exist? Well, it's like, because it's like unable to give consent or you sort of fetishizing a, a younger person having sex. I... I I'm like, who cares? The whole vibe is that she's like a fully mature woman. Woman. Well, ex- she is her own mother. <laughs> who's learning everything. Yeah. I don't know. Did you find... I, I love Emma Stone. I loved Emma Stone in the movie. Love. But I, the, the first section of the movie, I was like, this is kind of giving me Edinburgh Clown show. A little bit. <laughs> oh, 100%. And that, for that reason, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. True. I, I think g- it's really funny that people take umbrage with the whole baby brain thing because it's obviously an absurdist metaphor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's art, you dumb fucks. Like, yeah, and I would apply that same logic God. to the... To the book, right? You, mm. It's an, an it's a nostalgic reimagining of fucking when you're seventeen. Which, let's be real, most of us have experienced. You know, like, are we not meant to talk about things? Is that yeah, totally, totally, totally. Is that what's being said or expected? Is that you know there are certain things we just cannot talk about, even if we have like a story of sovereignty, like a personal access to those things, like Brittany Easton Alice writing the shards. It's a fucking memoir essentially, but then he, yeah. it's kind of autofiction, I suppose, because he exa- exaggerates things and mm. creates like a, a, a serial killer that did not happen or exist. You know, like, yeah, but yeah. It, yeah, there's like a fantasy memory yeah. kind of thing. What's your relationship like to material that is shocking and or could be viewed as problematic? What do you mean? Like... like how problematic we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched Salo last week, which I just love. Um, have you seen Have you seen that Pasolini film Salo? It's no. Like a, it, it's a <laughs> movie version of uh, 120 Days of Saddam that Marky Desaad, and it was the last film that uh, Pasolini made. Who's like an Italian was up, up until that point like an, an Italian neorealist filmmaker, and then he made Salo, and Salo's like it's fucking cooked. Like it's just a lot of naked children. Uh, children getting made to like be fucked by adults and oh, no. oh god, children no. being forced. It's a famous film, famous Italian film. But he was like um, murdered after it came out, and it's arguably because of the film. But that there's all this mythos around the circumstances of his of his death. So it could have been related to that, or it could have just been that the 17 year old um, hustler that he was picking up at the time just decided to stab him on a whim. Um, Who's to say? But they also force feed these kids shit. But it's all stuff that happens in the novel in the Hundred Twenty oh. Days of, of Saddam by the Marquis de Sade. Yeah. But, but the film it was made in the seventies and it's based um, in this Italian town called Salo during like the Nazi occupation. So it's all about fascism. And Zone of Interest borrows heavily from it aesthetically, mm. as does Melancholia. So in my mind oh, now, I those, love Melancholia because Melancholia has a Nazi aesthetic, and it was one of the reasons that Lars von Trier was sort of like called out of the <gasps> film. And then he made that Hitler joke at, yes. at the press conference. At and was thereafter declared persona non grata. But yeah. those three films are all about fascism, fascism to my mind, and all share like it's like their companion films. I really mm. they, they were just the two films in my mind. Watching Zone of Interest last night, oh, I can't wait for you to see it. I'm really he excited really, too. I feel like he cost Kirsten Dunst her Oscar. Yeah, she was. That was Agreed. such a good performance. She got and the gold line. She know? got the gold line, yeah. and then she was like out of the bars because of that film. Anyway, what I will say about problematic, awful, horrible films is that I what I don't. I love horror. Or books as well. Or books. I, I um, yeah, I do get fascinated with like horrible true stories, and I go deep on the Wikipedia. So I read Elliot Page's book, and he was he. What's that like? Good, kind of like all over the place like it's yeah. like no, no, no ghost writer <laughs> no ghost writer no ghost has some great like goss where I actually need to go deep on the like there's one encounter that he had with a uh, famous Hollywood actor at a party and I thought it was Leonardo DiCaprio when I was reading it but then later in the book talks about Leonardo so it can't be him because oh, okay. there's a, another, another instance so this actor stays anonymous yeah and says still is one of the most famous person people in Hollywood so I'm like Tom Cruise Bradley Cooper I, I Surely there's a Reddit thread that kind Did of they get diddled by Oh yeah, or the, it'll be on the blinds. No, it'll be on the blinds. It was after Elliot came out as a lesbian, so and he was like, um, basically just like berating her, like uh, I, him at the time being like, you haven't had the right dick, essentially. Oh my! That God. kind of shit. Yeah, at a party and was like witnessed by everyone, and then uh, where a lot of people like got in touch with Elliot the next day and were like, are you okay? But what was I getting into? Oh yes. They That's like, fucking cooked. That's crazy. At twelve, they played like a child who, um, like, like it's well known as the most tortured um, human being of all time because uh, yeah, this young girl was like left with her neighbour um, who agreed to take 
take care of her for a few months because her parents were like in the circus, I think. And then fucking carnies. It's man. always the carnies. Fucking carnies. It's always the carnies. And then because the carnies, while they were away touring, they were late on like one or two. They were meant to be giving them this woman money. They were late on one of the payments, and then this mum and her kids just tortured this girl. And it is like the details are horrendous. horrendous. But. There was enough in the book that I was like, well, I kind of need to know what this was. Because yeah. in the book, it's like, it was one of the most tortured people of all time. And then I read it, and it's grim as hell. Yuck. And often, when there's movies about terrible things, I often don't watch them, but I do read the Wikipedia. I, I also <laughs> love to Wikipedia serial killers, but I don't want to, like... You're saying, like, so deep so on the serial killer, yeah. My favourites are The Beast of Jersey, absolutely obsessed. Oh, yeah, I, you need to watch that Jesse Buckley film that was made about it's The Beast also, of Jersey. It's also my list. And my yeah. other favourite is um, that woman who used to... It's like, she's like the ancient female, she, like widely considered to be like vampire inspiration. <gasps> she was this countess and she used to um, murder virgin maidens and bathe in their blood to she was be a Leo. young forever. She was a Leo. She was a full Leo. Yeah, she was a Leo. Yeah. Because yeah. if I was going to kill her, it would be for some sort of like paltus. Yeah, she was like, yeah. she was like sociopathic baron in the like 1600s. Yeah, well. yeah. Did you ever play Minnie Dean for any, um, in any acting capacity? <laughs> because I feel like every girl, every girl in New Zealand who's an actor has played Minnie, Minnie Dean. Dean. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Who's Minnie no, Dean? Not the Henry Creatures girl. Oh, she's the baby, baby murder. The only woman to ever be hanged in New Zealand. Everyone's done a Minnie Dean. I did a Mini Dean. They've got to make a movie. They must. And I'm ready to play Mini Dean. Yeah. Um, I famously played men through most of high school and the entirety of drama school. Wow. wow. The yeah. entirety of drama school. Yeah, I didn't play a woman once because I, I was funny. And so they, <laughs> so I wasn't an ingenue. But do you know what? Can I say this? Unitech would not have done that to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's toy. That, that's toy. I just you have the right kind of eating disorder, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, the drum school eating disorders. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, we were all so skinny when I was in drum school. It was very bad. I know. In, in second year. And then, it's and then always you, second year, isn't it? And you watch it happen to every class. Literally. Because your expectations change. You enter and you're like, you look around, you see who's successful, who's getting these. You're like, all right, no car. For me. Yeah, I know. You yeah. all want to start getting agents yeah. and like looking for the so future. Bad. Laura and I used to bring it. Oh my god! Go so on, so go really on. Up, We've all it. been there, girl. Before We've all been there. Lunch. We would bring. We would chop up broccoli <laughs> and, and cover it in balsamic vinegar, and then put a little bit of cheese, and then microwave up and that up, and eat that for lunch. Girl, I did the same thing. That's so bad. Broccoli with a bit of cheese. I would and just cans of tuna. Yes, yeah, so much that was it. That was it. Oh God! Unbelievable. It could have been worse. It could, you could have just been full bore, you know, like pack of cigarettes and we, yeah. comments, we did you know, that like, too. Yeah, we did. We did that. We did that, we that. There was also this was at the time of. Do you remember? Lest we forget the Beyonce juice cleanse when it was. It's like the lemon, cayenne pepper, and and Ooh. some honey. Circa that time, I was full on that skinny tea until I lived with a girl who got on the bandwagon with us, and she had so much that she passed out in the toilet. Like she. Um, had a violent expulsion and knocked her head on the side of the wall and we found her. What was skinny tea? Um, Alpine was a good brand. Alpine oh. tea, yeah. What does this make you shirt? Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this easy in, easy out. Fuck. Yeah. Frank. Oh. Yeah. Don't condone, don't condone. Don't condone, oh but, but effective. Mm. <laughs> but um, don't condone, that's not an endorsement. Um, what's, okay, what would be like, if you were looking at your year ahead, mm. what would be like your dream scenario, re- like, what would you want to be doing? Okay, that's such a buzzy, vague yeah, question. Uh, Sorry. Uh, 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 I, I don't know. I would love to um, do a lot more live performing. Like, I'd love to have the space to be able to tour more as a stand-up and, like, do that. Yeah. Do it fully. Yeah. Because I kind of do blips and blobs around my other jobs. And yeah. I would love to be like, okay, now nah, for these months, that's what I'm doing. Because you, know? you were morning radio for a year, eh? Mm. That is amazing. Yeah. But do you want to do more house, acting? But also house deposit. I would do more acting. But yeah, I guess I've shifted in that, in the mindset of not being like be all, end all, every acting job that comes up. But I would like, yeah, I would like to do more acting. I love, I like being on a set, you know? It's so glam. And, and I've never done, I was meant to do a fucking Auckland Theatre Company show. My first one since graduating, 10 years after finishing, <gasps> that then uh, Omicron uh, destroyed. Oh, what show was it? It was um, uh, Lysander's Auntie. I was going to play oh. Park. 
Yeah, and I was R.I.P. Very excited. Yeah, yeah. Real bugger. And 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 I've never gone back and done like a main stage show at the Court Theatre as well. Just like uh, you know, when I was there in Christchurch, where's the Court Theatre? Oh, it's in Christchurch. Yeah, and God, and a lot's been going on there. (laughs) I know it's been talk. Sick. Yeah, it's been bad, but I think it's going to hopefully hopefully it'll, speed. it'll hopefully it'll right live to you know <laughs> <laughs> it'll write itself. Um, yeah, I don't, it's hard to see. Also, like sometimes I'm like I am like everything's going all right, so I don't like, yeah. But I do yeah, I'd love to get I don't know a bigger go overseas. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's the dream. Yeah. I think, that's the dream. I think I just feel curious because I feel like. Actually, there's so many comics in New Zealand that do heaps of stuff, mm. and I think we're so quick here to be like, "Oh, you, you're a theatre girl. You do this. You do that." But actually, lots of us are good at, at, at quite a few different yeah. things. And so, I'm always fascinated about people's preferences, where they're like, "This is my like, this is the thing that I love to do the most, and I also supplement it with this, or I love all three, or etc." Totally. When your carnies like us, I think a lot of the things that we're interested in or invest our time and energy in are often complementary, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it feels like it looks like a like a hybrid, but actually, it all feels like it a all part fits of in together. It's all movement. one and the same. Yeah, yeah, it's why like it's like with uh, doing improv, Ooh, cringe to talk about. <laughs> oh, but I always was like, improv's cool, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's like, it can be a cool, like, I just think that often the people who are like, my one thing is improv. If you meet someone yeah, like that, that's that all they think about and obsess about and talk about. Yeah, kill me. And then, and then <laughs> like, to me, it's like, it's a good supplement to also doing stand-up, also being an actor. You know, like, it's yeah. like a great thing as part of the whole. Um, yeah. I don't know. I miss um, writing scripts. I haven't done that in ages. So part of me kind of would love to do a bit more of that. Oh, yeah. A bit mm. of TV writing. Yeah. What about you? What do you want to do this year? I just re- all I can think about is Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I'm ba- I've just been banging so on about close. it for months. You're so close, mm. March, right? yeah, I'm yeah. so close, and financially so far. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Is this your second time doing it? Yes, I took Auntie there for I had no idea what I was doing. Took Auntie there in 2018 for five days. Had not. Oh I, shit! What I a blip. Yeah, what an absolute blip. But mm. the good thing about only doing five shows was that it. We sold out every show, which was yeah, me. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I got some I got menacing texts in the middle of the night from another comedian who we both know being like, You're gonna really have to hustle. <laughs> Fuck up. I'm gonna tell you okay, said, yeah, oh, I, I can't, can't wait till the mics go off. Yeah, till the mics go off. What do they mean by that? It's just these at these festivals, they're like there's a lot of people that go that there's a lot of audience, but there's not like compared to the amount of acts that there are, are on every night, which yeah. is ab- like obscene, there's so many. Yeah. Um, you really have to try and zoom, and I'm also not at a festival managed venue, so it's, yeah. I have been the most depressed I've ever been at in like week three at Melbourne. Yeah. What would you how would you compare that to Edinburgh? Um, Edinburgh still have a couple of hard days, but not. The yeah. same. I, I think I probably had a concentrated like three or four days within a festival of feeling like what am I doing and like <laughs> truly scraping myself off the floor to perform. Literally. In yeah. Edinburgh, my technician once, I was crying backstage in the towel, crying backstage, and then my technician had to push me on. Push you on. She pushed me on. They pushed me on. And then as soon as the... But as soon as when the, you had food poisoning, that bucket for you in the wings? No, that was um, touring a children's show. A bucket in a chamber pot? Yeah, oh. that was touring a, a capital yeah. E show in the South Island. I got Giardia once for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <laughs> probably, from, probably from eating us. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a false narrative. That is a false narrative. Really? Someone, some, there was a Giardia outbreak in Auckland and someone started a rumour that it was Samuel. Because <gasps> they're like, I ate Sam Takani out and then I got Giardia. And it's like, well, I didn't have Giardia and that's something you'd notice. Yeah, I would yeah, have noticed totally. if I had fucking Giardia. Okay, you, you got Giardia at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, so I was performing at the Forum Theatre. I don't think they use this room anymore. They used to have a room called the Carpet Room, which was called, named after the fact they literally stored the carpet in there. Oh. And it had this... <laughs> I, can sm- I can smell that. <laughs> I can really <laughs> smell that. I was like five rows of these like church benches that fit about four people so it was quite a really small room um, and one and because it was a really old rickety theatre one day before the show because um, yeah both the toilets were out of order oh. and I just there was no option I just had to go on stage and do my hour long show which was uh, I mean going f- okay in Melbourne I think I got a two and a half star review from the music you know like it was like a pretty happy sport and I was also yeah. like just having to do this whole show where I could have shit myself at any moment I can't believe I didn't <laughs> high stakes it was high so stakes. High, stakes. Really high stakes oh my and also I feel like as soon as you you get out on stage the sphincter just 
closes. Like there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like you know you can't the adrenaline sort of stops things from moving. So you've got to be fucking sick for it even to be touching cloth. To oh, be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. squirts, yeah, yeah. squirts, complete squirts, not squirts. Yeah, pure, uh, pure, you know, liquefaction, acid liquefaction. Oh, <laughs> one time. <laughs> well, I had you out here as well. I remember. I remember being and I had to throw out one of our Airbnb's dressing gowns because because <laughs> you shitting it yeah and I was like oh. eating breakfast with Guy Montgomery in the lounge of our thing and I did a little fart I thought and then like <laughs> kept no but I didn't even notice at the time I kept sitting there and talking to him and then went to the bathroom to go and then I'd ruined the dressing gown <laughs> and also just been sitting there with a little bit of sitting shit, in your own shit just <laughs> chatting away did Guy what are you up to today did Guy smell it did he know I've never brought it up with him. You've never spoken of it, no. and you never will. No. He would have said, like, if you'd sat there and shit yourself, and we all smelled it. Like, it's, we're not going to not say something. I'd be nice about it though. Like, if one of you right now shit mm. yourselves, I'd be like, oh, and then I'd probably offer you a shower. <laughs> probably that's nice. Probably, yeah. Maybe. One time I shit myself before breakfast radio as well. Okay, this is a story <laughs> okay, that I was say. like, I wonder if this would ever work as stand-up comedy because I it was like horrific on the day. Because when you're doing breakfast radio, it's like anything that happens in your life, you're trying to turn it into content and you're tr- constantly trying to like anything that happens, you're like, and then this happened to me like 20 minutes before work and then I couldn't talk about it because what had happened is, um, you know, sometimes when if, <laughs> if someone like uh, comes in your butt. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, girl. Both, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both, both me and Samuel are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, like, just like at some stage, you need to go to the toilet after that. Like, I yeah. find like it's also the same with vaginas. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The word and, is expulsion. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's not immediate. Sometimes it happens later. But I guess Absolutely. I basically. Uh, had some fun times with my boyfriend and then gone to sleep and then slept all the night through, woken up at 4 a.m. ready for work, da, 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 making my breakfast again and then just like, yeah, just fully shit myself with a little bit of <laughs> and, then was like, and then I was like, I can't believe something this, this I can't believe this is happening to me right now, and I have to go into the do this job where I have to talk about my life as much as possible. But I definitely am not bringing this up on on breakfast radio. <laughs> oh my god, my my cum, my cum riddled shit. Yeah, lo- oh yeah, my god, a little bit of cummy shit. Is but sometimes when that happens to me, it's just the cum. You know, like mm, I think it's yeah, more, but yeah. it is just the cum. Yeah. yeah. No, this definitely because it had been like six or seven hours that that happened. Oh, so, I'd have been you know. oh my really god, it was it was poo poo time. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, <It's>, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, yeah. Tamaki Makoto. It's me, Eli. Ask for the Cam Matthews. <laughs> Is this the sort of How's stuff the that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Is this the sort of stuff that you talk about on the mail, guys? Uh I've I've never shared that story with anyone. Sometimes Thank we you do. for sharing it with us. Yeah, I think me and Chris it. have gone pretty domestic these days. Like, I think in the early days we were like, oh, you know when there's cum in your nose, you know. Like, <laughs> and now we've just got to work. And now it's Chris being like, I love pink, the, the artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll go. Comparison, me and Johanna are like chain smoking divorcees. <laughs> I know, we're like the aunties in The Simpsons. You know, yeah. the ones with the hair yeah. <laughs> The bitterness is strong in this one. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Do you know what buzzed me out about live the live show? Mm. Is I feel like lots of people listen to Rats in the Gutter at home and they're like cackling away and then they come to the live show and we're exactly the same. Yeah. And give the exact same vibes and the exact same like, there's probably also why I'm asking about problematic content. Give the exact same like crazy probo shit like pictures of Madeleine McCann and stuff. And people were audibly like, <gasps> like shook, and were like, "No!" And like, that to me is so fascinating. Years ago, <laughs> like, get the fuck over it. Are you kidding me? No, but I'm like, yeah, but oh they God. must have listened to the pod and known that you guys, you know, go there. We- <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. When people sort of listen to things in private mm. and then as soon as you're like exposed to it within an audience of other people, there's like a morality on top. Yeah. And you're like, I, uh, no, I don't think that. So it's buzzy. For me, like I just feel like morality is like a coherent order and the world we live in at the moment, is, there is no coherence. You know what I mean? So I feel like existentialist absurdity is my MO. That's like my yeah. coping mechanism, you know? Yeah. I think you're right. And I mean, also, such such smart words from a man who doesn't know what MMP is. <laughs> I did know. I just was having. I was very hangover that morning, and you know, 
<laughs> and that's like a new bit now where I'll be like, what's that? And Johanna explains eloquently, fluently, you know. But I can, I'm a dumb yeah. bitch too, you know. Oh, I just, a, I just know more bitch, about man. politics than you. Yeah, I'm a complete dumb bitch. Are you, you're not a dumb bitch. Uh, no, but in some ways. Sometimes I could be so dumb. Like what? <laughs> Even if you were a dumb bitch, we're worse because we're shrill dumb bitches. Like, we're so obnoxious. We pretend that we... Thank you so much for not... I get, what? Am I not shrill? What am I? You're not you're shrill. You're not shrill. What's it? I would say that you're like, you're rye. Reticent. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right, like the bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really dark. <laughs> <laughs> Practically Sydney. Sense of humour. Yeah. Sense of humour. <laughs> How was Namibia? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Back from um, Sudan, so Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like witty. Witty and rye, like W-R-Y. W-R-Y, Yeah. That's very nice. I was um, saw Chris's cousin recently and she'd been hanging out with Chris's parents who were talking about me and saying, God, hasn't he got a wonderful vocabulary? And I was I like, I that, don't think I'm... I think you do. I think it's a fabulous compliment. That's a really do they nice think compliment. you're Māori? Is that... <laughs> well, <I'm just> like... <laughs> So shocked. Yeah. <laughs> speaking the language well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so an immigrant is doing amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. It's got such a Asian mystique, you know, it's really nice. <laughs> I don't feel like I use fancy words though, very much. But maybe I do. Maybe I just am I ne- yeah, I don't know. But, but you're well read though. You love you love to read. I do like books. And yeah. you're a writer, so you, I don't think you can help when you know. Mm, when the when the words slip out. <laughs> I'm sorry about my words, you guys. I'm Whoops, so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, my words are slipping out right now. It's <laughs> just slipping okay. out. Oh. Sometimes I like alienating people. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like I, I take pleasure in it sometimes, you know. Um, Have you guys watched um, The Curse? I haven't yes, seen it yet, I, started, I really want to. I, We're like two episodes in, but that's like, it's almost like that type same. of humour that makes you so uncomfortable that I'm like, it's not, because of that, I need to be in the perfect mindset to watch the show. Well, don't explain it to me, but also do. Like, why? Because people have said this about it, that it's really like... Sickening. Yeah. Mm. And in a, I just think... So that, what's the vibe? Like? Sickening. I just don't think we should say anything more oh, to yeah, you other go than that. I want to go in cold. I think we should just go yeah. in cold and... <laughs> it, <laughs> It does hold up the mirror in a way that you're like, you know, in real life as well. Welcome. I hate burps more than farts. And I will go really? on saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just because my mouth is so hot and wet. <laughs> what is, is your rectum dry and cold? Is that. Uh, I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> my, my sister and her boyfriend used to like burp in each other's face as a little cute uh, funny thing. And I was that's always not like, cute. I'm not. That's I'm not, not, that's not, not something cute. I would so ever do. cute to me. It's yeah. <laughs> not cute to me. Yeah. But, I, you know, I respect that you. I, re- <laughs> I, I respect your preference to burp. Uh, Self control is not something I'm working on. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would say either. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what's our time? I think we've been going for an hour and six minutes, so we <laughs> oh, should probably call it there. Oh, shit. Um, thank you yeah, so thank much, you so Eli. Much for thank you for having me. We've You're loved good. having you as a guest. It's been a delight. What a, I love the pod. I love the pod. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the other question that we ask all of our guests is, what's your favorite thing about rats in the gutter? <laughs> well, while we're here. Na- the narcissistic <laughs> delusion. Mm. I think I just, I, I, I like, you know what? You might get offended by the. Say what, are you going to body shame us? No, when I like podcasts where I can kind of tune out for a little bit and then get back in. No, I, you know what? You're not the only person that said that to us, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I can kind of, because I often listen at the gym and then like I can kind of read something while I'm also listening and be like, oh yeah, there you go. And Do then, you know what and I'm then hearing tune there? back in. I'm hearing consistency, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Consistency. Any, I do. any yeah. listen is a good listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of just like a little bit of nonsense chatter. Oh, comp- well, you're, in the, right, you're in the right place. Yeah, you come to the right stuff. place. Aww. And it makes me cackle. Oh, great. Thank yeah. you. Great. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah, thank you. We love you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and I've been Johanna Cosgrove. And I've been Sam Takani. And you've been, been listening, listening to Rats in the Gutter. Right, 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 right.
Feel free to use the Rat 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 Rat